0: Again, we are so glad that you guys are here at the gathering today. Um, It's a super special day. Um, Stephanie and uh, Jerry Zunino have been um, doing ministry with our teenagers since practically day one of the gathering. So, you know, we're a young church and they came in and they helped develop um, ministry to teenagers for us. And so their, their role in, our, in the life of our body has been so valuable. And so it's such an honor today that um, Stephanie's going to come, and she's going she's gonna to charge our grads, and she's going to preach to you, and she is going to share truths from the Word of God. And they are for the whole room, okay? Don't, uh, don't soak these in in the perspective of a graduate. These are for the whole room as well, okay? There is, there's a lot of wisdom to be gained today. So uh, without further ado... Stephanie, I'm going to turn it over to you. Thank you.
1: Well, I am so excited to be here um, this morning speaking for our graduates. And, um, you know, I have to say, I, I was thinking about it, and I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, so correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, but um, I believe that when I first started uh, hanging out with the youth here at the gathering that the people who are graduating from high school were freshmen. Yeah. So I've known you guys your whole high school career, which for me is like, I mean, I, I mean, parents, you can, you can laugh at this because I know I'm not paying the tuitions, but like you're my babies. You're my children! So I love it. Uh, Of course, I don't have nearly the obligation (laughs) that some of the rest of you have in the room, Um, but I am just, to me, this is so special because I have really watched you guys grow and change, and, you know, I've seen you when you started in high school, and the things that you've achieved, and the accomplishments um, that you've made, and You know, hearing about your next steps and the things that you're going to do. You guys are going to make a huge impact on the world. And I can't wait to be a part of just watching what happens and how God works in your lives. Um, But I do want to say that no matter whatever your next steps are, that we are so proud of you, each and every one of you, not only for the accomplishments that you've made over the past four years, but for who you are and for whose you are. So you've already... You are already immeasurably valuable because you are a child of the king, and that's the one thing I want you guys to remember as you walk out of here. But in light of all of that, right, um, graduation from high school and college is both thrilling and terrifying. Uh, you've made it. You've accomplished so much, and we're proud of how far you've come. But now you're faced with the unknown. Will I choose the right major? Will I get a job in my field if we're graduating from college? Uh, Am I ready to be away from my family or my friends? Am I ready for the responsibility of being on my own? Uh, Some of you, I know, are energized by these questions. You see these as challenges, uh, and you see new friendships as opportunities to learn and to grow. It's a new adventure. But there are a few of you that aren't excited to be staring into the unknown. It's not thrilling. It's terrifying. And I saw a picture recently that I feel really illustrates this point, at least for me, very well. So it should be up here on the screens. (laughs) Yeah, so someone needs to save that baby, in my opinion. Um, There is so many things that could just come up from the bottom and just snatch them. You know, like, that's all I think about is all the million things that could possibly come up from the murky depths and just take this kid and drag him down. I mean, like, it just, it freaks me out. Like, I would never take my children there because I would be imagining all of the millions of things that could possibly come and just, like, you know, I would no longer have two children. Um, And that terrifies me, right? I don't like not being able to see. I don't like being limited, So my imagination, as you have probably already deduced, uh, is really much more terrifying than any other horror movie that you could possibly watch. I tend to look at unanswered questions and uncertain direction, and I think of the worst possible thing that could happen. And on my bad days, I believe that those things are absolutely 100% happening to me. There is no possible good that could come out of this. I am doomed. Is it? In my fear of the unknown and of failure, I grasp for control. Hence, I would not put my children in the water. I want to control that situation. Often, we look at the puzzle pieces of our lives and we try to fit them together the way we think they should go. But we don't have all of the pieces. We can't see the big picture. There is a limit to what we can see. Uh, At the end of my sophomore year of college, I came home and my mom asked me the normal, like, how was your year? Are you happy to be done? All of those normal questions that you get usually at the end of of a year. And I began to anxiously regale her with how terrified I was because I only had two years left of school. I had to figure out what was going on in my life. I You know, I needed to start looking for jobs. What if I couldn't get a job? I needed to figure out how I was going to pay for my life and for all of the things that I would need. I was about to walk out of my educational career and go into my calling of youth ministry. Uh, What would that look like? And thankfully, she did not laugh at me, but she did gently remind me that you still have another two years. (laughs) You have an incomplete resume. No one's going to hire you two years out and wait for you. Um, So it's okay. You know, just don't start sending your resume out to people. It will be fine. But I was trying to control my circumstances. I didn't trust that the questions that I had would have good answers or good outcomes if I didn't act right away. I had to control that situation. So what do we do in these moments when we have no idea what's happening? When the picture doesn't form the way we think that it should or the pieces don't fit together at all? When we start to realize we don't have all of the pieces? The answer is is simple, but it's not easy. Remain faithful. So what does that mean? Uh, Many of you, not just the graduates, have already practiced faithfulness. Students, you attend church with your parents. Uh, You volunteer at your schools and at other organizations. You are on service teams here at the gathering. Parents, you raise your kids, pointing them back to Jesus. You try to live a Christ-centered life at home and at work. You make community a priority and teach your kids that uh, that community is important. Church, you use your skills uh, and talents in and out of church being a light to the world, and meeting the needs in our community. Even when things are uncertain, many of you in the room look back to Jesus. You pray for guidance. You trust that God has your best interests at heart. A great example of faithfulness is found in Genesis chapter 22, so we're going to look at that in just a moment. Um, A little bit of background to this story. So this is a story of Abraham and Sarah and their son Isaac, Uh, Before they have Isaac, Abraham and Sarah are very old and they don't really think that kids are in the cards for them. But uh, God promises Abraham that he will have a wife, or excuse me, have a son with his wife. There you go. Um, And a year later, they ended up having Isaac. And that's where we start uh, in chapter 22 of Genesis. So sometime later, God tested Abraham The fire and the wood are here, Isaac said. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Let's pause there for just a minute. Cliffhanger. So, here we see that God has promised a son to Abraham, and he delivers on that promise. He has Isaac. God gave this child to him, but now suddenly it seems like God wants to take him away. Chances are, this was really Abraham and Sarah's only shot to have a son. Uh, And now, suddenly, it seems like they're not going to have one anymore. If this was me, I think that I would be really confused... Probably hurt and potentially a little angry. Um, But I'm sure that Abraham also felt a wide range of emotion hiking up the side of that mountain. But even so, he was faithful to God and he obeyed anyway. He already knew who God was and knew that God kept his promises, and so he obeyed. So let's look at the rest of the story here. Starting in verse 11. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up, and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, The Lord Will Provide. And to this day it is said, On the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of your enemies, and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. So, thankfully, Isaac is not sacrificed. It's a pretty big sigh of relief in that story. In this, we see God is faithful to his promises and to us. We also see Abraham's faithfulness to God, and he rewards Abraham with another amazing promise. His reward is overflowing with hope and joy. When we try to force our picture to look the way we want it to, we can miss the beauty God has in mind. One son is a huge blessing. Countless descendants is priceless. Which brings us to our big idea this morning. Believe that God is for you and let him bring the best to you. Let me say that one more time for you. Believe that God is for you and let him bring the best to you. So how do we go about remaining faithful? Well, the first thing that I can think of when when we're faced with uncertain situations is to seek seek the will of God in your life seek God's direction pray about your decisions find godly people who can pray with you and speak truth to you abraham listened to God and in the same way we need to seek the holy spirit in everything that we do we're told in matthew chapter 6 verse 33 But seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So we need to seek. Another thing to do is to serve. Whether it is in a church or out in the world, love people. See people and meet their needs. It can be small, like holding a door, smiling at someone. Being kind, even when others aren't kind to you. Serve even when you thought you'd never serve in that way before. Sometimes God will call you into an area where you didn't even think you had a set of skills. But be faithful, be open to where the Lord is calling you so you can be a vessel for the Holy Spirit. So many of you already serve here, you've already been faithful. Continue that faithfulness as you step into a new environment. And then finally, stand. Even when the situation doesn't make sense, remember that God is faithful. He is who he says he is. Stand on the promises that we can find in scripture, uh, which on the slide here we've got several scriptures, and all of those are promises from God. God is for us. One of my favorite verses that uh, are listed there is Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, which says to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways follow him and he will make your path straight. So we don't have to push the puzzle pieces of life together. God will already give us the order and will allow us to place them down. We just need to seek God and then the rest of it will come together. Graduates, you are about to start a new chapter in your story. You're going to encounter new characters as you begin new jobs, new classes, new clubs. And meeting new people means seeing new perspectives and new worldviews. I encourage you to seek the Holy Spirit as you discern relationships, priorities, and direction. Look for ways to serve and show love to everyone that you meet. And stand on the promises of scripture when you're faced with challenges. Remain faithful to he who is faithful. Parents, stay strong. It's going to be okay. Continue to pray for your kids. Pray peace for yourselves and find comfort in those who've already been down the road that you're traveling. God sees you in this time of transition. Right now, you might feel like Abraham climbing that mountain with all of those crazy, conflicting emotions. But God is with you. Find peace in the promises that God's already fulfilled in your lives and hope for your future and the future of your students. Church, I urge you to also remain faithful. Some of you are facing mountains of your own. There might be circumstances in your life that are confusing, and they're hard to understand where God is leading. I recently had one of these moments um, that most of you are aware that I made a little transition from serving with youth ministry to managing the CCB database for the gathering, and that was a really hard transition for me. It took months of seeking, uh, seeking godly counsel, praying, trying to discern the direction that God had for me and it was not a conclusion that I came to lightly but through that process I can stand before you today and I can promise that there is clarity and peace that comes with seeking serving and standing firm in the belief that God is who he says he is when you believe God is for you those unknowns can become beautiful and exhilarating So whether you are energized by the various opportunities that lay before you, or you are anxiously approaching your new endeavors, be assured of God's faithfulness and remain faithful to him. You will find peace, direction, clarity, and blessing. Will you pray with me? God, we thank you so much for the opportunity to just dig into your word and to see your faithfulness and the faithfulness of those who have gone before us on paper. God, we thank you so much for these graduates and for the wonderful people that they are and the journey that they've come so far. And Lord, we just are so excited for them to see how far they will go and where you will lead them. Lord, we pray for them for peace and clarity as they walk into their new jobs and school situations. God, we just pray um, right now for parents and also for our church body that we can also have that same level of faithfulness and we can walk through and be a light to our students and to the community of Stanley County. In your precious and holy name we pray. Amen.
0: Thank you, Stephanie. That was so good. Um, Can I just reiterate that? Make sure you guys were hearing that. Believe that God is for you and let him bring the best to you. Seek him, because he's told us over and over to do that. Serve, love others, and then stand in what you know. And so what I am actually going to do now before we go on is I'm going to ask the graduates to stand. Stand. Right? You don't have to all stand at once, but I'm going to call you up here. Here's what we want to do. Uh, we've got a, a gift for our grads, and we want to give them the chance to, um, to share a little bit about their story, where their journey's at right now, um, where they are headed next, and how you can be praying for them. And we've got something um, special for them after that. And then we're going to, because we are a church family, um, we're not just individuals in here. We are one. We're going to um, circle up around graduates and their families, and we're going to pray over them because we are sending them out. I'll be here the rest of the summer, I know. But we are sending them out. I mean, that's the mission of our church, right? We are near God and near man, and then we make what? This is this is where that leads to. We We raise up. Uh, our, our kids in this church, and then we send them out into the world, and they're ready. And so, um, ladies first, of course. Um, who want, Which lady wants to go first? Come on, Ka- Come on, Catherine. We can be brave. All right. So, Catherine, I'm going to give it over to Catherine. Uh, we've got a gift for you here. We are proud of you. Um, Catherine's going to share... Um, A little bit about where she's where she's at right now where she's going okay and then anything she feels like preaching um, you can tack on okay all right
2: okay Okay, so my name is Catherine um, and I'll be attending Wingate University in the fall and I really enjoyed my four years here at the gathering and really appreciate all the things that the people who serve in youth ministries have done and still do now and um, I just like to say that through my journey here, through high school, I've learned a whole lot about my walk with Christ and um, especially the faithfulness that Stephanie's talking about um, because while I've been trying to figure out what college to go to, it was a lot harder of a decision than I um, had expected it to be. So, okay. (laughs) It's a harder decision than I expected it to be, um, but I just learned that I had to keep praying and keep trying to look for where God was showing me different things in my life. So it's been a journey, but um, that's where I've ended up. And I'll be studying um, sciences in the fall until God shows me otherwise, of course. So, yes, thank you very much.
0: I'm tearing up your gifts. Hunter, come on. They're like top heavy. I'm sorry. Okay. I found yours.
3: Yay.
1: Hi, my name is Hunter. And I just want to say um, thank you as well, because I have grown so
2: much here and I've changed and um, just this place is amazing. Um, I'll be going to Western Carolina and I'm going to major in nursing, and nursing has always been on my heart since I was young, so I'm super excited what God's going to do, and I can't wait to share it with you guys when I get back.
0: So, um, Sydney Dunn is, oh, no, she is in here, okay. I was thinking she was going to be up top with the kids, Sydney.
2: Hi, my name is Sydney. I'm normally in tiny towns. If you know my face, it's from children. Um, I just graduated with my degree in respiratory therapy. After many board exams, I'm now a registered respiratory therapist. So I just accepted a full-time position at Levine Children's Hospital. (laughs) and that's me thanks guys
0: and Sydney told me earlier that because she's got that job she's taking us all to lunch so we're gonna find a, a buffet okay all right pulled it out blindly and it is will come on up will I did it was just chance it happened Oh, that's a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um,
3: hi, my name is Will Jenkins. Um, so I graduated from Graceland High School. I will be going to Queens University of Charlotte in the fall, studying new media design, which is like a graphic design and a 3D design, animation, and that good stuff. Um, I've been here since the beginning because I'm the pastor's kid. <laughs> 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 um, I've really enjoyed my walk with Christ here. This is a really good experience for me and I know all of you have helped me with your influence and your guided wisdom and I'm really excited where that takes me. Um thank you all for being there for me in the hard times I've had throughout my life and throughout high school. And I'm ready to share experiences with y'all again. So I'll see y'all when I get back.
0: One more. It is Parker.
3: Sweet. Oh, there's food in here. I'm pretty pumped. Hi, everybody. I'm Parker. Um, I'll be attending the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill in the fall. Go Heels! Go Heels. Hey. <laughs> um, as of right now, I plan on double majoring in psychology and biochemistry with a minor in neuroscience. It's a, it's a lot, but I think I can do it. Um, yeah, so it's, college applications are hard. <laughs> like, deciding on a school, it's been quite a ride. Um, I don't know how many times I've run up to Stephanie and youth and been like, Stephanie, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. What do I study? I don't know. Um, so for those of you that know me, things might change depending on what I study. But right now I have an idea, and I'm really excited about the journey this is going to take me on. I have big dreams and big ambitions, and I think this is the first step in accomplishing those. So thank you all for um, being there, for your encouragement, for leading me in my walk with Christ, um, for showing me how to live a godly life so that when I go off to college, I can continue that. And I look forward to coming back. So you can't get rid of me. So I'll be back. Don't forget.
0: Thank you guys for sharing that little bit. I know they've been a little bit nervous to share with you, um, but that's the heart of what, what they're doing and where they're heading, and you know how you can pray for them. They've got um, they got some serious studies coming up. Uh, Sydney's getting ready to start um, a brand-new job. Have, so when do you start? 26. I mean, she's starting her career. And so... and. And the rest of them are going to study some uh, some really cool stuff. So you can be praying for them. You know how to pray and meet their needs in prayer, okay?